Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of RT Talk. Uh, I am Michael Cool, and joining me, as always, is the very hairy and bearded Mr. Doug Kirkwood. Hello, bringing, everybody. Bringing the sweatshirt today and the soft yellow. I don't it's know cold if, outside. It is. We enjoyed nice weather for oh, like a week, and then and it plummeted. We were in the teens yeah. last night. I went from seven, 70 to at 17. least 30. It was 17. Yeah, it was in the teens. But we're not here to talk about our local weather. We're here to talk about the Rooster Teeth stuff, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, not so much in terms of overall how like how long it's going to take us to talk about each subject, but I kind of I have a list of probably like twelve things here I want to at least mention and go over. So I mean we're going to talk about a video that they I guess they didn't necessarily do it. It was at the end of their stream about the future of Rooster Teeth. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, I guess sort of vaguely or quickly about. Uh, the anniversary, which is also our anniversary, uh, not planned, by the way. Um, we're going to talk about their new rewards program. We're going to talk about the new show that's coming out. Uh, talking about a Funhouse rebrand. Talking about Kai, te- like maybe teasing something. It's a little bit of speculation, I guess. Could be an April Fool's thing. Uh, what about Jack's new podcast? We're going to talk about Jeremy's cat. <laughs> talk about the Ruby DC comic. Uh, an update on Bruce and Autumn, and then a a. Uh, I guess an announcement for the Ruby Grim Eclipse game uh, from uh, years ago at this point. Uh, I also think I just realized, I don't think I pulled up one of the subjects, so I may have to find that as we're talking about it, but it's further down the list, so we'll get to it. So, uh, and all, and also at the end of this podcast, we'll be going through and um, I guess reacting, responding, I don't know what the proper word for it is, but reading comments uh, that we've got on our YouTube videos so far um, and you know, we've had a couple that have gotten, uh, for our standard, a lot of views, <laughs> and it's, they've been pulling in comments. So we're gonna bring those up and talk about them and kind of. So react is not really the right word, but I mean, it, it kind of it's like a response slash react. So that'll be happening at the end after we go through all this all the, the Rooster Teeth news. But yeah, so first off, we're gonna talk about the the future of Rooster Teeth, um, which. They for, and this kind of goes hand in hand with the fact of them turning 18, uh, because April 1st is Rooster Teeth's anniversary, uh, which I don't know how we did this on accident, but is also our anniversary. So we are official. We've officially been doing this podcast for two years now, uh, which is crazy to think about. I know we've kind of like mentioned it several times leading up to doing or leading up to the two years, but right. it, it's crazy to think about that we've done this for two years. Um. But yeah, it's, uh, it, they turned 18 and they also did like a long stream with a lot of different segments and, uh, and stuff. But at the end of that stream, there was a video of, or I keep saying a video, but it was a segment, uh, at the end uh, of Jack, Jeff and Barbara. And they were basically just talking about uh, essentially mentioning how shit the 18th year of Rooster Teeth was, which there was a lot that happened in the 18th year. I mean. There was all there was the honest discussion off topic that happened, all the coronavirus, everything that happened in terms of controversy and like on the achievement hunter side of Ryan, and then right after that was Trevor and and Jeff, and uh, there was there was several things that kind of came up all one after another. Uh, I didn't even mention Adam. I I think he gets lost in the fray of everything else that was going on. I yeah, he definitely does because whenever someone brings something up to me, it's always Ryan. Yeah, I think because. Uh, Ryan's was small or a larger scale than Adam's and his like it just didn't have as many ramifications on like a ton of other people as opposed to Ryan's I guess but um 
uh, who knows, but point being is that they basically mentioned how the 18th year of Rooster Teeth was a shit one, but then wanted to talk about the future of Rooster Teeth. Um, and I'm actually, I'm pretty happy about what they were talking about because it's actually something that I don't remember. I couldn't even point to an episode. I don't remember which one it was, but something that I had, I, I know I kind of mentioned, uh, at different times with, um, I want to say even maybe it was in the one of when Renee and I did it of, uh, is Rooster Teeth going downhill? But basically what they said, I guess I'll probably should lay the groundwork here. Uh, essentially what they were saying was that, uh, it, it pretty much Rooster Teeth is the umbrella that connects all these different groups together, like Funhouse, like Achievement Hunter, and then even like the RT Core and RT Studio. But they've as like as the way Jeff explained it was basically as like Achievement Hunter grew or like you know Funhouse grew or whatever, um, they kind of take on a life of their own in a way. So like Achievement Hunter becomes a thing. Like it, even the way I found it, back in 2010 or 11, whenever I started watching. It was like I watched a ton of Achievement Hunter stuff and went, oh, wait, this is Rooster. The people who make Red vs. Blue also are involved with this. And I had no. And then from that point on, then it was, you know, an all encompassing thing. But I watched for quite a while before I knew that. Um, and it basically was saying that, you know, the these different sections of Rooster Teeth have kind of taken off and, like, kind of a life of their own. But what, they, or what they're trying to do, like, in the future is they want to have, they kind of want to bring everyone back together again. And uh, Jeff said that, like, the example would be, um, which I don't know why I can never remember his name, but, like, one of the other people that's in charge of Rooster Teeth, like, the direct side, uh, I, don't, I always blank on his name for whatever reason. Like, when they say it, I know who they're talking about, but uh, but um, it was basically saying, like, how what Last Laugh was, where it, it pulled in everybody. There was people from Achievement Hunter, Rooster Teeth, Funhouse, like, everyone there and that is what rooster teeth is to them and he said that like that's sort of the mindset they want to have going forward with the the rooster teeth channel on youtube and the rooster teeth like i guess tab on the website because as it is right now achievement hunter is you know in this lane rooster teeth is in this lane funhouse is in this lane and sometimes they kind of cross pollinate a little bit but i remember something again i don't remember what episode it was on but i remember saying i want them to do more stuff that involves everyone because I know it's not always possible, especially with Funhouse being out in LA, but with Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth working in the same building, it's not very common for you to see them in each other's videos, but they were doing that for a little while in, um, I think it was Versus when they brought Versus back because they did the Shock Jenga, they did the, uh, the like carnival prank they try to play on Achievement Hunter. There was a lot right. of like that crossover. And then when they did the heist too, when they stole Chad's or the double cross, they went to go steal the microwave and then they stole his desk. That was one of my favorite videos in the last, I don't know how many years. It was a really funny, like a series of videos. And I remember around those times saying like that, like this is to me, this is what Rashid used to be is that Achievement Hunter was just a room in the building that made these videos but they it wasn't uncommon for Michael to be on the like the drunk tank or like obviously Jeff was started on the drunk tank and then kind of faded out. But there were and you know Gavin was always on the RT podcast, so he's always like kind of a connection between the two. But it Definitely. just it used to be a lot more common that they were in like Achievement Hunter would be in Rusty's stuff, Rusty would be in or you know the Rusty's side would be in Achievement Hunter stuff, and they were all they all were one big group that were kind of working together. So. The fact that they're talking about that, it makes me 
it makes me very excited to see what's going to happen for that. And it makes me kind of, I don't know, I guess, not nostalgic, but it, it does, it makes it sound like the, the older days of Rooster Teeth, like when they were kind of on the way up and, and everything. But I don't know how, how you feel about that. Did they give a day or a, a time frame they're going to start introducing more of that? They didn't say, like, specifically. And then Barbara said there's a lot of stuff they have planned that they're not going to mention yet. And Jeff did say something, uh, like, along the lines of this is going to happen at, like, at Rooster Teeth's pace. It's not something... Because he was saying, okay. like, how change is, you know, can be hard or scary or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they'd probably also have... Enjoy my colorful cup. <laughs> ...hours of content they've already shot and need edited and all that stuff. So this could be months before all this actually kicks in. No, I think it's a great idea. I mean, like, cause how many people just watch AH and that's it, you know, I would say I'm, I fall in that category primarily. Like I, I don't, I watch rooster teeth stuff like on the, like in terms of YouTube channels, I should say, cause that's, this is exactly what they're talking about is that when people think of achievement hunter, they think of achievement hunter and they'll say, I like achievement hunter, but not rooster teeth as like the example Barbara gave when she said they're both rooster teeth. <laughs> like that yeah. is rooster teeth. But since it's got so like segmented, People think of it as different ent- entities, but uh, yeah, forget. I don't. Even, what'd you say? I don't even remember what you asked me. <laughs> no, I just said I, I asked the time and date, and I said I think it's a good idea because how many people just watch Achievement Hunter? They oh, don't yeah. watch, you know, the RTs, you know, lives or whatever. They're, I don't know if they're even called anymore live or whatever live room. <laughs> I don't think that's it. It's uh, that's, like that's what I'm calling it. They, like RT Core, or RT. I think when they split it, it was Studio and Direct was the two sides. But she even, uh, Barbara said that, like, what they're talking about doing for the channel is that they're going to introduce, like, there's content that'll stay there, like the RT Podcast, um, RTAA, Chump, I think Hard Mode, and she said there's a few other ideas they have they want to introduce to the, art, like, the Rooster Teeth um, YouTube channel, and I guess, like, on the tab for, or, you know, page on roosterteeth.com, but uh, they want to do that as well as... Um, introduce content that involves everybody so the rooster youtube channel theoretically would have you know barbara like elise and then like michael and something or you know it, it is going to be a combination of, of what rooster teeth is which is i think you said it would be more uh like representative of what rooster teeth is is, is the wording she used so i was like oh, that God. that makes complete sense to me no i think it absolutely does it just depends on how well it's gonna be executed like i'm sure it's gonna be good because i mean like like immersion was everybody. That's I always go back to that. But I mean, yeah. Um, well, I think we have, there's also an acknowledgement too that we've been for the last more than a year now. Everyone's been specifically for them. They've all been working from home. But so like that just that has to put a break on so much stuff. And it, you're like everyone has been kind of scrambling to figure out exactly how this is going to work and everything. So it's like I, I'm sure it's it's until things get back to normal, everyone's back in their own offices and everything. I'm sure this kind of stuff is, it's probably a little further out and it, it, yeah. it's going to be harder to implement. But yeah, I think uh, like you saying that, you know, we'll see like how it turns or, you know, what exactly they'll do with that group. Uh, or yeah, like what I mean, groups like, they put together. Cause I mean, I like, I think Gus is a staple and you know, I think I always liked, you know, watching him do like let's plays and him talking, you know, cause he, he gets, I feel like gets along with everybody. So I think he's a good, you know, uh, I don't know what the word is, but he's a good, he's like a, good a foil. For everything. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, like the connective tissue. He's yeah. he's like, he's the, the tissue that holds the knee together. 
Right. He can he can kind of go everywhere. Meniscus. <laughs> Let's just start saying medical t- term terminologies. <laughs> the tibia. Uh, but yeah, I was like, and plus Gus has like that bitter old guy kind of energy to him. So it's nice to introduce that into, cause I like too, cause it, I was just, uh, not that long ago, we were watching like a best of, or one of the compilations that came out and it was, uh, in the verses where they played, I forget what it's called. I think the first time I ever heard of it was in Jackass where it was like the nutball or whatever, where you're trying to throw it. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. They were playing like their own version of that. And it was like, it was like Gus and uh, maybe Gavin or I forget who exactly who it was, but it was just, it was like seeing them all kind of work or not work. Well, I guess they are working together, but you know, collaborate and create content together was, it's like, it's just felt, it felt right. I guess it felt, I liked it a lot more. So, uh, yeah, I'm the, them talking about this idea. I was very, or I guess not their the idea. It's, it's their plan. Um, I was immediately very excited. Cause that's one of the things I feel like has kind of hurt the rooster teeth YouTube channel. And I know I definitely had to have mentioned this before, but one of the things I, I've, like I feel like hurts the YouTube channel is the fact that they don't really have like they basically don't have an identity. Like they don't have yeah. a like the Rooster YouTube channel used to be where everything existed and they said, well, you know, it had like Achievement Hunter existed solely on the Rooster YouTube channel. There's there's let's plays that are on there from way back when. So it's like everything used to be on there and that's where all their stuff used to go. But then as stuff has been sort of more like compartmentalized in it's like this goes over here in this box and this has its own channel. Now that we're, they're going to do this. It's kind of like the parts of the Rooster Teeth YouTube channel have kind of been stripped away. So all they were left with was like the name and then the people who work on the direct side who now have to like start creating content and everything. So like they didn't really have like, they're starting to develop it with like, cause they play the, the, um, I think it's, a, I think they just call it guess who there's, it has a certain name to it, but it's guess who, where they, they try to, uh, um, like they, they don't ask normal questions. Like, do they have brown hair? It's like, would this person, if this person had to fight like a wolf, would they live or something? And then the other yeah. team has to be like, I no, definitely not. Or, you know, and then they get to narrow it down. It's so like they play the guess who they have the hard mode chumps on there. Like RTA is on there. Like there's still a lot of stuff that's, uh, on there and been on there, but it's something that's like, it's just been, it has been kind of parted out and has, needs, it needs something like a driving force for it. Like, you know, let's play always has their sh- Like they can try new stuff. Like I, or I should say achievement hunter. They can try new stuff. Like when they started doing ready, set show and, and they start, they try some other stuff too, that just doesn't work out. But some, you know, that's just the nature of making content, but it's like, they can try that, but they always have the stuff they can fall back on. I feel like right now, the rooster teeth, YouTube channel kind of got a reset. And so, now they're trying to make new shows, but they just don't have, like, all they have to fall back on is, like, the RT podcast and, like, RTAA, really. So it's like... Yeah, because they don't do shorts that much anymore, I don't think. Unless it wasn't, wasn't like it was before, at least. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time... Well, they did do scripted stuff, uh, which were, like, the RT shorts, but when they were still in the office, but naturally, working from home, I don't... They, yeah, I don't, you can't. I don't, I can't think of one that happened filmed remotely off the top of my head anyway but yeah they did do like their like the new version of shorts basically um but yeah i think they, they just have to kind of find their group but i feel like this kind of is 
it's like kind of restocking the pond a little bit by not just putting them out on an island because the basically the crew that's been running or like making most of the content for the RT YouTube channel is like Barbara, Blaine, Gus, Chris, John Reisinger. Uh, and I would say that's the main ones. I might be leaving out a few people, but like it's the like the people who've been making the content for that 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 page basically. And she was saying that they might have like their own, like, like their own name, maybe their own logo and stuff like that. Kind of the way that like Let's Play or Achievement Hunter does. So I think it makes sense to not just put the burden of carrying this entire YouTube channel with, I don't even know how many subscribers they have on just this group of five people who, (laughs) in all honesty, like just, you know, calling a spade a spade, were not the people carrying content when they were brought on. Like, obviously, uh... It, obviously, like John Reisinger was has uh, on the spot, and Barbara had you know always open, and you know Chris and Gus are doing uh, um, Black, Black Box, Box Down, and Gus is always on the RT podcast. But just in general, like when they were first brought in, John was brought in as like a graphic designer, <laughs> and that or I think that was his first job. But he he was a graphic designer for them for a long time. Barbara was like brought in as like a community manager. Gus obviously is one of the founders. Chris was like a I think just a writer or something and made appearances on the podcast. So it's like when this, when the, they were brought in, they were all like, you know, it, it's, I don't mean it in a hurtful way, but they were kind of like kind of secondary to what the show was. And now it's like that, that all falls on their lap. And obviously since they were brought in, they've done a lot of stuff and been featured in a lot of content. But I just feel like it's, it's a different animal when you're given the steering wheel or like you're given the sticks. Like, all right, no, now you fly this. Is. <laughs> it's, <laughs> It's a little different. Uh, obviously, it's not any different for Gus, but it just—it's basically—it's just the change, and that's what they—I think—they had to put up with. So, I just—I think this idea of switching and trying to incorporate everybody makes total sense because Rooster Teeth is—is is everything. It, like they, everything that is under or on the website, and you know, Funhouse does, and Let's Play does, and. Everyone else that's out there, it's it all falls under their, their umbrella. But when you look at it, it feels like Rooster Teeth is those five people, and then like Let's Play is its own thing. So makes complete sense to mix them all together and actually make the the Rooster Teeth YouTube channel represent what they actually are as a as a company, which is everyone. So I'm I'm like very excited to see what the what comes out of this and kind of the um like i don't know the the them like populating the other videos or other channels so seeing funhouse people actually come into the rooster thief side and more kind of collaborations with achievement hunter and vice versa so uh, i'm looking forward to it but only time will tell and like jeff said it's going to happen at their pace so it's not like all of a sudden you're going to wake up and there's going to be a ton of content on there that's just they'll be rolling stuff out and I think they're dealing with enough trying to figure out how they can get back into the office uh, yeah. during the pandemic. Cause I mean, they've been doing off topic in studio since they did that first one. And um, obviously without Jeremy, since Jeremy's up in Massachusetts, but um, he, they had him on, which I thought was funny. Cause they have, they always have like they have the ones that I, cause I have only seen a couple like screenshots for like the video of it, but it's like Michael and like Lindsay are in the middle like sharing a table and then someone's way off to the left and someone's way off to the right. And it's like yeah. Alfredo. And then there was just a TV screen with Jeremy on it, all, like all the way on the <laughs> left, which I just, the visual was very funny to me that it's like, I wish they had put like a mannequin under him or something, but 
It's like a space uh, ghost. Yeah, it really, with like the <laughs> creaky wheel sound of him just lowering in. <laughs> but uh, but they've done the off topics in in the studio, and they did uh, Awu this past week was like in the kitchen for some reason. <laughs> they were opening a couple packages, and it was Lindsay, Michael, uh, Matt, and Trevor. I think were the only ones in that one. So it's like they're starting to kind of figure out a way to go back in the office and do content where it's uh, like where it's possible. So it's like, yeah, they, they got a lot of things on their plate right now. So I'm sure it'll be a while before we see a lot of this stuff coming out. But uh, honestly, that was more time than I, I thought we'd kind of spent on that topic. <laughs> but it's fine because I'm not surprised. But it's, it was, it's a big topic, I guess. Well, it, it's well, I mean, it is what's coming in the future, and it's something that, like I said, I I know that I've I've mentioned before about like how I wanted to see more of them doing heist stuff and working together on things and be closer to the way it used to be. Uh, so it it really appealed to something I was wishing for already. So I think it's my excitement kind of. Uh, I don't know if it came out. It's not like I was I threw my hands in the air and I was yelling the whole time, <laughs> but uh, it's just like I get, fuck yeah, good good call, good call. I was like I'm I'm I'm. You're keeping me on board. You didn't announce anything that I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll actually get into uh, one of our the next topic, which it's oh, when I saw this, I the, what I said to myself was, oh yeah, they're a company now because now they have a rewards program <laughs> for the RT oh. store. So I was like, you're not a company until you have your own rewards card and that little like keychain card. Yeah, thing, uh, like every place has. It's like you. I, I I I like I only have a few of those, but they drive me crazy, especially with how many places offer those. It's like no, I don't really need a little keychain card for this, you know, this candle store. It's like well, luckily yeah, everyone back. everyone uses your phone number, but then people were like, I want to give you my phone number. Like, okay then. I hated asking people for their phone number, but I want the tell. points. I'm like, well, give me your fucking phone number. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I do love the name of this because it's uh people like rewards. <laughs> great name playing off of people like grapes um so it says to so the tweet that's you know people will be seeing on screen right now but the tweet says people like rewards is here earn points for every dollar spent in the receipt store and redeem your points for rewards earn double points until uh monday april 5th as we celebrate rooster teeth's 18th uh anniversary and then they have four photos that are a uh I don't know. It's like a visual guide. They also have a bunch. I didn't even notice. There's a bunch of like animated grapes at the top, which is kind of funny. Um, or not animated, but uh, illustrated rather. They're not dancing or anything. Uh, but it says people like rewards get started. Sign up for a free Rooster Teeth account. Uh, it's 250 points. Follow Rooster Teeth on so- social media. 100 points each. First members earned 500 points a month. Awarded on the first Monday of every month. Um, it says there's tiers and points. Uh, there's a bronze, silver, and gold tiers. Bronze, uh, all users automatically enroll, earn five points for every dollar spent, earn bonus or birthday bonus of 250. The silver tier is earn 200, 200 plus uh, dollars per rolling calendar year, earn six points for every dollar spent, and the birthday bonus is 300 points. And the gold tier is spend $500 plus per rolling calendar year, earn eight points for every dollar spent, and birthday bonus of 400 points so i guess it's just something that as you spend more than you just increase the tier and then your your uh reward increase as you get into those higher tiers uh so it says for redeeming points 
Uh, $5 off coupon is 500 points. Free shipping uh, is up to $25 is 2,500 points, and up to $50 is 5,000 points. And this is additional redemption options coming in the future. So it's just rolling out, and then, um, you know, it, it, as as things go on, then, uh, um, you know, will we there'll be more announcements for what what the different rewards will be. I mean, I'm assuming they'll probably be like most times there's a reward thing. It's typically like oh, there's at least for in historically for like retail stuff. It's always here's a product that you can buy. Like you can get these slippers. <laughs> Or whatever for like a thousand points. That shipping, um, longer return periods, stuff yeah, like stuff that. like that. Oh, I said the shipping one's already rolled out right now, so that's their. It, that one's at least uh, the starter, but it also says um, sign up for a people like rewards or sign up for people like rewards to receive a personalized referral link. When a friend uses your referral link to shop in the store, you both receive ten dollars off. Any order of fifty dollars or more, so they officially have a rewards program. I have, I do have, sort of throughout the years. A, I mean, I'm wearing one right now. Um, I do have quite a few Rooster shirts that I've collected over the years, more so than I ever realized. I forget that I have certain ones. Um, so I don't think, but even with that, I always buy stuff like on clearance most of the time. Yeah. I think this shirt was one of the ones I bought like as soon as it came out because I like this little... It's, it doesn't really show up on camera, especially with my white balance being so gold right now. But yeah, it's just a dark blue with like a tan kind of color and then uh, the red rooster and then it's the, this logo, but huge on the back, basically. Um, I bought this one like when it first came out, but I definitely... Uh, I will probably enroll in the, the rewards. I mean, I don't know why I wouldn't. And you, you might... Wouldn't you just be automatically enrolled since you have an account? Well, that's what like it kind of, it says that um, for yeah first members earn five hundred dollars a month, but it does say on the one about um, which one was, uh, sign up for people like rewards to receive a personalized link. So it's like it does sound like there's like a step that you yeah. have to take, or at least based on those those images, what it sounds like to me. I could be wrong though, but. Um, but uh, I'll, I like I'll definitely sign up for it because it rewards is rewards and uh, but I don't think I'm gonna fall, I don't think I'm gonna get outside of the bronze tier I don't think uh, I don't think I spend enough on a yearly basis to actually make it into because what was the silver was two hundred dollars per year I don't think I spend that much I always just you sure uh, I mean like, it's not like their stuff's like super cheap no but I don't get stuff that often like that's what I mean like most of the time I. Uh, most of the time, I, I get stuff on clearance, so it's always like, tw- it's like a twenty dollars, and I'll get like two shirts or something. So it's and I don't get, like, I don't even know the last. Time. I think maybe around Christmas was when I got like this stuff, this shirt. Yeah, but and if you're getting the first membership as well, the five hundred points. Oh yeah, I'll redeem the points. <laughs> I'm just meant like you have to spend two hundred dollars or more to get to the silver tier to earn more points per purchase and stuff. I just don't think I buy enough to to qualify for the other tiers, but yet, yet. Uh, so yeah, there is, um, so yeah, new reward program coming out. Um, in this, now we're at the subject that I forgot to pull up as I was, I was prepping. So, uh, me, it was a new show that got announced. It was, well, actually, I guess I could kind of describe it as I'm typing it in. 
So it's a, uh, it's called Popcorn and Shield. It's, uh, it's going to be on the Warner Brothers Home Entertainment YouTube channel, and it starts on April 9th. Um, so it's, uh, it, Elise, it's Alfredo, and I think Blaine. I don't think it's John Reisinger. For some reason, I don't know why he popped in my head. But, um. I didn't actually see. I saw. I saw the tweet announcing this, but I didn't see. Um, like I don't really know what the the entire like concept of the show is based on the fact that's the the Warner Brothers. I'm mean, guess it has to do with movies. Uh, I feel like that's a, a pretty good uh, indication, but I would I would assume they're just gonna be talking about movies and uh, probably like reviewing them. And uh, I would also guess that it probably has something to do with like the Warner Brothers catalog. Like, um, which is like the, what HBO max is under there too. So that's like where the, uh, the Godzilla and Kong movie live right now. Watched it. Did you? Absolutely. You were, you wasted no time. Nope. It's, I mean, do you like the Godzilla and Kong movie? I did. Yeah. I don't want to go into it on here because this is, that's, it's not important to this, but I really, I did enjoy the movie. No, I was, I was going to say, I assume that we'll be talking about it in, uh, or on Out in the Grapes this week. Uh, I have not seen it, and I will be running around this entire weekend, so I'm not sure that I'll be even be able to, like, try to watch it uh, this week to get filled in. But you can at least tell me about it, because I don't know that the plot to Godzilla vs. Kong is that important. And <laughs> uh, I'm not really worried about spoilers in this case. Yeah. But... Yeah, so the, the new show is announced. I mean, it's made by Rooster Teeth, starring Rooster Teeth personalities, but um, not something that's going to be on their channel. And, uh, but I, I don't know. I'll, once it actually comes out, and I have a better idea, because there is a trailer for it, um, which I obviously didn't see, but I, I'll probably, once we're done recording, I'll probably watch it. <laughs> yeah. Before I see what it's all about. Because I just saw the tweet where they were talking about it and being excited about uh and I think I saved. I think I was at work whenever I saw that, so I just kind of quickly jotted it down in my notes. Uh, and if I'd remembered to pull it up, then I would have watched it before we started. But uh, that one's on me, so I didn't actually see it. <laughs> so April 9th, you'll we'll we'll all know what it is. Um, next, we'll just kind of like most of the stuff is pretty quick. Uh, it's so it is more or less just a mention of uh, stuff. But the next I'll talk about is Funhouse went under or er, like underwent a uh, a rebranding. So the classic, you know, F and H with the orange, or like I guess like the darker orange with the black, uh, isn't around anymore. Uh, they, one of the things they said was that like they wanted to stick with, or the orange isn't gone for good, but it's like, I mean, it's a really yellow orange. <laughs> it's not like it's not I nowhere it was just close. Yellow. Yeah, it's it basically. I mean, it is yellow, but it's like I, there's like a hint of like an orangish to it. It's not just pure gold colored. So it is like, that's what I was like, it, it, to say that the orange isn't gone for good is a kind of a stretch, but uh, yeah, they went under a rebrand. I would say, well, here's their tweet for it. It says, we're insanely proud of the work Michelle did for us. Everything changes eventually, and we're certainly not immune to that. We think this looks cap- this look captures what Funhouse is in 2021 and gives us room to grow with a reverence to our history. Uh, it's definitely a, like, it's very 
different than their old logo in that it lo- everything is i mean it, it's i don't know if it's this will really make a lot of sense but everything's very rounded <laughs> like everything has a much more kind of bubbly and it's a smiley face oh uh, the main logo it the tweet featuring all, everything you you can see is like uh the different logos and names and titles and colors and everything else um so yeah it, it's it's all it's i would characterize it as very bubbly it's it's like I said, everything's very rounded. All the fonts are rounded. All the, like the, there's a box that just says podcast. It has a rounded corner. Like everything is made much kind of softer than it was in the, the old logo and the color choices too. Cause it is, it's basically, it is yellow, but it's, I'm sure technically in the, uh, in the like color wheel, it would probably fall into some sort of like very light, but yellow, heavy orange. But the colors, the other colors they have in here is like a, a, like a lighter teal color and a pink. So it's like, it's a very different look and change from, uh, the old Funhouse logo and, and branding and stuff like that. But I mean, uh, I, Funhouse is so much different than they were whenever they first came, like joined Rooster Teeth or when you, when they were still inside gaming. So, I mean, doing a, a rebrand does make sense just because things have, like I mean, because that's I think the only I don't even I think Mad Peak is still there. If he left, I never heard about it. But it's like the only people that are still kind of around, I think are uh, are is James because Elise came around a little bit later too. So like the people who were there when they first joined Rooster Teeth, I think it's just James at this point. I'm trying to I was just trying to go through my head and try to think of who's still there. It's been actually been a while since I watched Funhouse stuff, but um. So it's like, yeah, they are such a different, it's, it's an entirely different group of people. So it does, you know, I, I feel like, and I just going off of like the little bit that I learned about graphic design whenever I was in school is that like, you do want your, your logo and your branding to reflect and represent you and what you, you know, it's it, like for our podcast, there was like, you know, I, I did very little like, uh, like exploration into different ideas, or like thumbnailing for what I wanted to do for different ideas. I kind of just wanted to, I wanted something very simple, but it's like, you want it to represent you. So if like two other people stepped in and started doing our podcast, then they might want to have a completely different logo. instead of just using the logo that was here made for a different group of people. Does right. that make sense? So it's like, I, I don't know. To me, it makes sense that they would rebrand and, or, you know, want to go through a rebrand and, change it to be more representative of who's there now. But yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's very different. It's very different from the old one. It's, it also feels very California to me. Maybe it's just the colors. But, <laughs> Cause it's yellow and it's smiley, yellow, blue, or like a, you know, greenish blue, but more so on the blue side. And then pink it's feels it's very Miami too. So it's like eighties Miami colors, <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, does, like, does that make sense? What I was saying? Like it's different yeah. people. So, no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's if no one's really left and they want to just kind of just re, like, all right, we're gonna refresh this shit. That's fine. I I don't see the other colors. I just see the yellow. Well, it's if you go onto their Twitter, you just if you scroll down, they retweeted uh, Michelle Sontag who, uh, who redid like did the rebrand, and in that in her tweet she has a. A photo, which I'll have on the screen as we're talking about this, but um, is a photo that has all the different like logos and stuff in it. So 
people will be able to see. But yeah, it's definitely much more, uh, not as like, not as harsh as the the old one was. I mean, not hard, like not harsh in a bad way, but just in terms, like comparatively, I would say it's a more harsh logo. And the fact it's like, like that, that hard orange with the black, it's like heavy contrast. It's like the hard edges, (laughs) the points and everything. But I mean, I don't have any problem with like I, the, the new logos and everything. It's. I like the actual house ones. What's just the, the face in it? Yeah, that makes me laugh. Yeah, they're all very well done. Like I, I, you know, everything that's in here is very like professional, professional looking. But uh, so far, like I'm not sure which one I prefer or which one I like more, the old style ones or this one. Because even with like some of the the merchant stuff, they've uh, they've kind of messed with the funhouse like logo and everything at like on a shirt and. And stuff, so it's it's not um, it's not like uncommon to see a different version of the Funhouse logo or fun like the Funhouse name being presented in a different way. So I don't know. It's, it's not that like shocking to me right, just to see that. But uh, we can move on to the Kai thing that I was talking about, um, and this. It was on the anniversary of Rooster Teeth. It's obviously the anniversary of Rooster Teeth is April Fool's Day, April first. Uh, one of my like least favorite times of year. It's <laughs> it's literally nothing good ever has come out of April Fool's Day. It's always just been uh, it's always just been people posting jokes that are not that funny. Or yes. are very misleading, or um, get people excited about something, and then it just it doesn't exist. So it's like there, April Fool's Day. Can, I can get we can get rid of it. If there's one thing we can agree <laughs> on as a country, it's to get rid of that day, or that like not that day. Yeah, we'll just go straight into April second. Fuck April first. That little weird holiday that everyone acknowledges. Yeah. So like, Ruchith has said for a long time, and I'll, I'll, who knows at this point too. I mean, they haven't they didn't do anything this year. But it was always a the policy they don't do April Fool's jokes. But kind of like we were just talking about for Funhouse, there's also a lot of different people in Rooster Teeth who weren't in charge whenever that decision was made. So but I wouldn't say – I would say never say never because there could be something that happens eventually. Uh, but they didn't do anything this year that I saw that was like an April Fool's thing. So this obviously is um, speculation and it's it could just be reading into a, a, a April Fool's joke. But uh, Kai tweeted, good morning, Haber's Teeth and Achievement Hunter, don't you think it's time we tell them? And then she followed up with, tell them it's April 1st, uh, you all should really watch your backs, also happy birthday Rooster Teeth. So it's like, it seems, because there's already a belief that she's, basically, like, same thing with, you know, anyone that's been in any videos, they think, oh, they're the new member of Rooster Teeth or Achievement Hunter or whatever. So, people were kind of already thinking that, so it's 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 very possible this was just a play on that people thinking that and, uh, and everything, but people were saying they don't do the Rooster Teeth jokes, but then also this isn't Rooster Teeth. This is Kai. So it's like, there's been a lot of like discussion and, and theory being thrown out there. But uh, personally, for what I've heard of Kai, like if she was part of Rooster Teeth or achievement or whatever group she would be in, 
uh, like I wouldn't have any problem with them bringing her on board because, and this is something that'll come up in the comments uh, once we get to those because she was mentioned based on our last episode. Um, but uh, if she was brought in, I would not have any issue with that at all. It's everything I've seen her in. Uh, it's like I said, the G mod uh, she was in, I thought she meshed like she kind of like integrated in like really well to kind of just like kind of falling in line because she's been a fan of Rooster Teeth and everything for such a long time. So it's like, you know, it's a small sample size, but it's that in streams, I think it would be, uh, it would be a bad idea if this was, this did happen to be true. Obviously this isn't enough to go on, but and I know you don't know who she is. So that's no, nope. you don't have any kind of uh, input for that one. Um, but time will tell. I mean, it's it's pretty much like same thing with Iffy, where there was, as far as I know, there was no like official announcement for Iffy saying he's in like Achievement Hunter or Rooster Teeth or whatever. But then he's been in so much stuff. It's kind of like there's something here. There's some kind of uh, there's some kind of uh, like agreement they have at least where he's been in a lot of content, even uh, Dead Little Roosters. But yeah, so only time will tell. See if Kai is a part of it. But uh, it could have been a tease. Could have just been having fun. Uh, it could have, there could be no actual plans to bring her in, but then she eventually will be brought in. So then it will seem like a, a tease, <laughs> but who knows? Uh, next thing again, really quickly is that we mentioned a while back that Jack had a podcast, um, that he was working on, that he was very excited about something. He was, I don't remember exact, his exact, exact phrasing, but he said like, um, it's something that he's very like passionate about. And, um, still don't know anything about the name or, um, you know, when necessarily, but on March 22nd, he did tweet saying that recording the first episode of my new podcast today, if you have any questions for my co-host and I feel free to ask if you happen to hit the subject matter of the podcast, we may answer it in the first couple of episodes. Good luck. Um, and uh, that's basically the most information we have on Jack's new podcast is that, uh, it's still a mystery. He, oh, he did, uh, I think it was, uh, a couple weeks ago. I forget when it was exactly, but, um, there was one week he was tweeting out very, very zoomed in, um, images of like the logo for it. So be like a corner of the logo and stuff like that. And then Eric Bedore was like, just kept tweeting. I'm telling him to stop. And he kept sharing another one. So it's like, they're, like that's like the most we know about the podcast. So I still have no idea. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like space related. Because <laughs> he was always tweeting about the shuttle launches and stuff like that. But I'm not sure what you do for a podcast like that. But then again, that's also not my lane. So <laughs> not my thing. Who knows? I mean, could be. I don't even know, like, I don't even know what Jack's into. Because I don't I haven't watched anything in so long. I mean, it's, it's the stuff that you know. It's. It's the, uh, you know, he loves Legos. He loves uh, space launch or shuttle launches and stuff like that. Space exploration. Um, he got into carpentry for a while. <laughs> he was in, <laughs> building a trellis. That was a big saga on Twitter at one point. Um, but, yeah, it's something that he's really passionate about. It's like, I know you love, or, oh, he loves Disney too. So it could be something Disney related. But, you know, we'll we'll see. And then once it's actually out there, then we'll bring it up on the, on the show. But, uh, the next thing is again, just sort of a reference to something else that we mentioned on here and is, was announced a while ago, but is now out, uh, is that the DC comics and 
Ruby crossover that they did, where it's like the reimagining of the characters and everything is out. So digitally, it's out. It was it marched on, marched, launched on March thirtieth. <laughs> uh, the print issue it says uh, won't be on sale until April twenty seventh. But digitally, uh, you can get the comic now. So that is out and available. Um, it's sort of. Well, I guess we'll go to this first because it's, um, it's still Rashid related. But uh, this kind of came out of nowhere. But um, the. Ruby Glim- Grim Eclipse game that came out, uh, I think, on Steam or something, like years ago. I don't even remember when exactly it was. It was maybe like two, three years ago. Uh, is on May thirteenth. We'll be going to Switch. So and it's cool. well, actually, the definitive version of Ruby Glim- Grim Eclipse. I don't know why I can't say that. Uh, so on May thirteenth, if you have a Switch, then you can play the, the Ruby game, which is very is like a hack and slash kind of. Um, I don't, the only time I ever really saw it is around when it first came out, so I don't know entirely what the game is, so don't take this as, like, a, a review of the game, but it almost, it had, like, a very, like, um, almost, like, Dynasty Warriors-esque feel to it, where you're just facing waves of, uh, of like, Grim and stuff like that as you progress through the level, so it was, it was similar-ish to that whenever, when I saw it years ago, so it could be very different, and especially with the Definitive Edition, so... Uh, but who, like, depending on how much it is, I actually may end up getting it for the Switch on, you know, after it comes out, because... Yeah, if it's 20 bucks, why not? Because, yeah, it's like, I never did play it, and I always did like those games, so it's like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll have to look into it once we're closer to, uh, that time, but still, it's, it was really, like, as it came out of nowhere for me, and then the way that people were tweeting about it, I don't think that they expected it either, like, Miles and everyone else was making posts about, like... It's really weird to see this thing that I've worked on is now like the Nintendo of America Twitter account is tweeting about and saying like available on uh, May thirteenth. So available soon, ish. Yeah, uh, and then the last, or I guess there's two more things, but uh, one is uh, just former Rooster Teeth people. Uh, just an update, and again, very quick. But uh, Bruce and Autumn got married. Uh, apparently, I was watching his stream. Uh, actually yesterday and he was saying that they got married like at her mom's house and it was like in her mom's like backyard or something like that but uh, yeah two former Rooster Teethers who uh, you know uh, uh, found each other because of Rooster Teeth uh, are, are now married so it's a, it a nice positive update uh, before the sad update which is uh, for anyone who follows Jeremy on Twitter it's something that they already know but uh, one of Jeremy's cats got out uh, last week, I think it was, um, Scooter, uh, which, uh, to be honest, I don't, when it comes like, the pets of Rooster Teeth, I don't, I'm not that ingrained that I know which one I'm looking at. I know he has Scooter and he has Booker and everything, but I never know, like, which, like, I don't know, uh, like, Gavin and Meg's cats and stuff, like, which one's which or anything, but, um, yes, yeah, like, apparently Scooter got out of their house and then... Jeremy and Kat have been on a, like, I mean, like a, a hell streak, basically, <laughs> of just trying all types of stuff to, like, attract him back to the house. Like, they were sitting, they were waking up every, like, couple of hours to go sit outside and, like, call for him. They put, like, their clothes and food and a cat tower and all kinds of stuff out on the porch, hoping that the scent carries or, like, can attract him back. 
It's like they were, they've been trying all kinds of stuff, constantly making uh, posts and updates and everything. Jeremy did a, a <laughs> Jeremy did a, like a heartbreaking live stream on, I think it was, I forget what day it was, but it was just him basically just kind of just like breaking down, just talking about how like the reality sinking in of what's happening and that he may not come back and everything. And he was just on, on Twitter, just on this live stream, just kept like crying and stuff. Renee, I think Renee was like eating something and she just was frozen, like with her hand, like halfway up, just watching it. And her eyes were like welling up as she was watching it. It was like, it's just really sad to, to see in that heartbroken, especially like for people who don't have pets. I know it's, it doesn't say it's like a, who cares kind of thing or it's like, Oh, it's just a cat. And like, ah, yeah, it's sad, but you know, you'll get over it. I know for me, like, and for anyone who's listened to this podcast for a long time, probably hopefully would remember the saga of, uh, my dog eating an entire bag of rat poison. Um, and that like, I don't know, like month of my life, but specifically the stress and anxiety that was around like maybe a week of that month. Uh, or like uh, stress and anxiety the entire month, but um, the heightened stress and anxiety of that and just devastation of that week um, was is I was just thinking about it, honestly last night as as I was like trying to fall asleep because that's when like all the dark thoughts hit you. Yeah, but, um, I was it just popped in my head like how just how awful that week was. So it's like I absolutely can relate to that. I mean, it's a little different because it's obviously. It, there's a lot of similarities. It's obviously very different, but the fact that it's the uncertain, like he was saying on that live stream, that's like the uncertainty is what is really painful because it's, um, uh, like you don't know if he's gonna come back. You don't know if it, like he's even still around. If he's hurt, like you don't know anything. And it's like if it was, if you knew that like something bad had happened, then you can begin like the grieving process and kind of work through it. But just things being up in the air is it's really hard to deal with, and that I definitely relate to, especially since, you know. The very quick recap, if people don't like, don't weren't around whenever I was talking about everything happened with my dog, was basically she had a bag of decon rat poison, entire bag. Took her to the vet. They had her throw up a ton of it. Um, got treated, said it was like a vitamin K thing. Got the medicine, went home. She was taking the medicine, still was acting sick. Looked it up. Turns out she was being treated for the wrong type of poison. This was a week later. Um, had to take her back to the vet and they called like the animal hospital and said she needed to take her there like right now because it's been a week of this not being treated properly. So we had to like take her to the vet, the vet or the, the hospital rather one of the vets there like called us and said like the lethal dose is, I forget, I don't remember the exact numbers were, but the lethal dose is like four grams and she ate 75 or something. It was outrageously like an outrageous amount. And so like, so they're like, basically it's not looking, it's, I'm going to say that, all right. The prognosis is unlikely or something like that. Uh, and then it turns out it since they since she threw up a bunch of it, it didn't really matter. Or I didn't there was a bunch of it that wasn't a part of like that seventy eight grams or something, so we don't know how much she actually absorbed. And she responded to the medication that we just had to like give well, Renee had to give her uh, bags of IV uh, and stuff like that for her fluids, and then she ended up recovering and she's sleeping out in the living room right now. So it's like that was honestly that was actually almost a year ago. So that's a very condensed version of the events that happened over like that, that specifically that like two weeks and then, uh, the month, but there's definitely some that like, it's, I'm going to say the prognosis is not looking good and then being crushed by that. And then the next day they say, well, she's responding. She's getting better, but 
we're like, you know, it things could still take a downward spiral. So it's like, and then just being in that limbo for like four days and then she came back and it was like, well, she could still have to go in. Like there was never, they honestly never told us a moment where it was like, she's okay now. There right. was like, it's sort of like, we were always in that state of like, I just like, just feeling sick and just like not wanting to get bad news because it was just going to be crushing. Especially, I think, uh, like in retrospect now, thinking about it, I think the big thing for me was guilt because it was ultimately our fault because it's just, I don't know, we still to this day have no idea where she, where that bag was whenever she got into it. So it's like, I don't know where it was, but obviously that was, it was our fault for having that out. So it was a problem. Uh, we've not purchased any since, <laughs> so it was, there will be no repeat of that happening, but still it's like when, so it's like, that's cause even <laughs> that same day, uh, whenever Scooter got out, she ate the other dog's food and then took a dump on the floor the second that Renee left in the morning. And I was so <laughs> mad at her and I was like, and then like all the stuff with Scooter was happening and like got out and then like Jeremy was devastated. And I was like, because of Scooter, I'm going to be nice to you and actually pet you. And so like, she was sitting on the couch with me and I just like, was like lightly petting her. I was like, cause otherwise I would have just been Spitefully like petting her. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, no, we've been engaged in a full wrestling match and I was been <laughs> suplexing her. And I had her like in a, a sleeper. I put her in the figure four. <laughs> Fuck you. But I, my go-to move was just kind of to ignore her. Yeah, those you, times. You, this scooter running away. I followed that because Renee was always retweeting or liking it, and I could see, you know, all the updates coming through. And I was like, "This it's, it went on for what? It's been over a week now, two weeks." Yeah, I think it was last weekend. Yeah, it's, I mean, sure. like, it's very stressful. I think, like you said, the not knowing is the absolute worst part of, like, are they in a ditch? Are they hurt? Are they just having a good time in a field? Like, what's going on? Well, yeah, and I lost a dog before growing up that I'm still convinced someone stole. So, like, I kind of relate to it on that level, too. Where, because yeah. it was, he was, I just, we just found his collar laying in the, our front yard and he was nowhere to be found. And even on the times where, like, he got free. He never left. He was, it was a border call. He was very smart. He knew where to go. He never left our side. So I was like, I was still to this day. I was like, at that time I was like in seventh. Oh no. I was probably like in eighth grade, ninth grade, something like that. So I'm like probably like 13. And I was like, this is a long time ago, but to this day I'm convinced someone stole him. So it, it's, yeah, it, it is a very kind of like, and we are we actually had another dog run away that someone actually found and brought back. But it's definitely something that I, I am familiar with um, and very much empathize with. And, yeah, Renee has been kind of following it and trying to offer up, like, ideas and stuff. She stole my idea, that motherfucker. <laughs> I was saying, because after his, like, live stream thing, I was like, I wonder if they have any, like, the animal traps out. Because, like, there's the ones that are meant for, like, a like a raccoon or something. The catch and release, yeah. Yeah. I was like, and they could put those out. And that way, if, like, he did come back, at least he would be in there and not be, like leave again so i was like i wonder if he did like something like that and within like a second she like tweeted at him i said did you just steal my fucking idea she's like you weren't gonna tweet it at him i was like in front of me to see it (laughs) (laughs) but no it's it's something i've been keeping tabs on uh and there's also what makes it worse for him too is the fact that um like a lot of people are saying like their cat left for like was gone for like two weeks or two years or a month or like, and then they came back. So it's like, it's also that time frame is so large. It's like, you could be, you could be waiting a long time before he just shows up again. So right. it's, it, it makes it much more difficult. 
But yes, that is the end of the list that I had for this week. It actually did take us almost an hour to to get through everything. So uh, so now we're going to move on to go through some of the comments that people have left on our videos. Uh, probably because we're almost at an hour, we'll probably do less of these than what I was intending on doing. But um, um, I wonder, do you think maybe we should just do the last RT talk instead of going through the ones from previous videos? Yeah, I mean, the last RT talk is the one that even gave you this idea. Well, I had this idea before because there was a couple of them that were like, there was like, uh, for instance, there was one that was left on the episodes we did about Ryan that was really long and I thought about responding to it on like either out in the grapes or on the RT talk that week. And I just, at the time I was going to do it up until we started recording. And then I was like, nah, I was like, I'll just, uh, it just feels weird to like single out this one comment. Uh, but I just felt like since they had so much to say about it, I was going to, I was going to include it, but yeah. So I guess we'll just, we'll just do like kind of respond to comments that are on last, uh, episode on our last episode. Uh, which was the one about Fiona leaving. Uh, obviously, doing an episode about Fiona leaving, people had a lot of opinions. Um, you know, Fiona is a, I would say, a very polarizing character in the Rooster Teeth world. People love her and would die for her, and there's other people who just don't like her. Um, I don't, I just have all of the comments pulled up right now, so I don't necessarily have like a selected list of the ones uh, that like I was planning on talking about, but. Um, so I'll just kind of pick and choose here as we're going through and then we can kind of talk about them. Uh, so this one I'm pretty sure because I was talking about how uh, her going to G4, how, you know, she said she was still going to be Poe and um, uh, I think her, the character in RBB zero, I think is what she said in her post. Yeah. Uh, and I was, I think what I was saying was about how it's, I think it should be hard for her to do two, like two jobs like that. And I think it might be, something that will eventually kind of fade out just, you know, just as time goes on. So I'm not sure if this is exactly what this person was referring to, but based on what they said, uh, it's, I'm going to guess so. Uh, but they said, I'm not sure why someone can't have multiple creative jobs. She's successful and antis are crying on their keyboards. Um, so and, uh, maybe this person thinks, I don't know if this is just a general comment or directed us, but regardless, uh, I think the other thing I would say for that is just, it's not that she can't have multiple jobs or creative jobs. I just think that um, it just be- it becomes more difficult, and especially living in a different city, you know, that's like a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour flight away from Austin. Because right now, I think it's different where everyone's in, like, in the or, uh, in their the own homes. Yeah. Well, I was in their homes because they're doing everything over the internet and, like, Zoom and stuff. But when they get back in the office... They're all going to be sitting across from each other recording, and maybe they'll find a way to integrate. I don't know. Uh, basically, I'm not. I, I, I'm not saying that that can't happen. I just wouldn't. I guess I could definitely see it going the direction of just kind of fading out more and more, and then she'd probably come back to do the her character in RVP Zero. So, um, I guess that's my only sort of uh, I don't know clarification for that one. I mean, um, she could record her stuff in LA and then just mail it to them. <laughs> send an envelope no like email it yeah uh yeah i mean there's a lot of ways. yeah i think the rvb zero is definitely i think it was still on the table i think just in terms of the achievement hunter content because that's what oh that, there's a um let me find it because there was one that someone said 
Uh, yeah, so to be real, if Fiona is only going to make frequent appearances in Gmod, nothing has really changed when it comes to her and content. And, and this person, uh, this person will probably come up again because, uh, they, they left, uh, I think they left several comments, but they definitely replied to a bunch of them. So, uh, they may pop up again as we go through this, but, uh, which is, I mean, for, for right now, that's, I would say that's true because she hasn't been in a whole lot recently. Um, now I would say that's very different once they're back in the office because, um, like, because then that's when you start to see, like, Awu and, and everything else that they do. But, you, I mean, you figure, like, she... I, I have a suspicion that this move has been in the works for a while. Because, mm-hmm. like, she handed off this just internet to Lindsay. She has been kind of... Hasn't been in as much stuff. So I think this has been something that's, like, been... They've been kind of transitioning. Or she's been transitioning to for a little while. And I would assume that she didn't make the announcement as soon as she found out. There was probably a lot of time in between. So... Yeah, for right now, the way the content is happening, yeah, not much really is going to change if she's only going to be making appearances in, like, Gmod and stuff. But, um, but yeah, I, I think overall, though, compared to what she used to be in, like, especially when they were in the office, um, it's it's definitely going to be a, a change. She's, like, she's going to be in much less stuff. Um, so, let's see. Let's pick on another one here. Um... This one I thought was, uh, I don't know if interesting is the right word, but um, they, this person said if they made stuff like old content, they'd be canceled. Go watch the Internet Box and see if that would fly today. Uh, internet Box was independent of Rooster Teeth as far as I'm aware, but um, yeah, I think this is sort of a... Cause it, and I should say, too, this this comment comes in because there's been a lot of the comments have been about... Um, not liking Fiona and, you know, of course the typical comments about Rooster is going downhill or is failing and all that kind of stuff. So I think this comment has, is basically in that same, not in the same spirit as those, but that's like the context surrounding this one. Like that's what all the other comments are basically been about on this one. Um, and this one, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true that they would get canceled for like their old content. Uh, a lot of their old content still exists out there. I mean, obviously they went through and purged a bunch of stuff. Uh, I forget when exactly that was, but they said there was content they had that they didn't feel like represents them now today, and they'd mm-hmm. be getting rid of old stuff. And people made posts about um, things, videos that are missing, and all that. Um, but uh, the only reason I think that I don't know that they'd be, and I think the the sort of the audience that they're like working on building right now. Uh, definitely would not go for some of the the older content, but right. I also think that there is an audience for that style of older content, especially since that's you know who built the company <laughs> essentially. So and plus there is and I'm really mostly basing this off of the fact that like I've talked about like how there's like stand up comedians podcasts I listen to, they say all types of wild shit that if anyone at Rooster Teeth said it would be a, there would be a, like an off topic about it where they'd all sit down and talk about it because <laughs> yeah. it would start up so much problem in the community. So I don't think it's, I think they would have a problem inside their own community, but I don't think that there would have been an issue uh, at the, like in the masses where like they wouldn't be able to make like content or would have to like leave or whatever. It would have to be a company wide decision to do that though. Cause obviously if someone did say something wild, then I'm sure that they would be asked to, to 
take a step back or something like that. <laughs> right. Take some time off. Figure th- figure this out. Yeah. So, uh, it's one thing that I thought was weird is that there was a, a group of people that um, like left a comment basically to let to say, "I'm happy she's gone, but I'm not even subscribed anymore." There was a couple of people who did that, and I was just like, "To me, that's a weird thing because like if you didn't like her, then it seems weird that you'd still be like following her story in this way." I mean, I guess it's I... interesting that she left, but I don't know. It's just like to then to then go comment about it is is sort of it's a little odd. No, I mean it's. I mean, people just want to put in their two cents. They don't like her, so like, good. I'm glad she's gone. Oh, well, yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of. Because uh, that's why I said, like, when Doug and I were talking about it before we started recording, I was like, "There's a lot. There's some of these that are like several paragraphs long, and I just don't think we're able to get to those because that's like it's, it takes long just to read them to then kind of respond to them." Um, so there's one that this one is. Uh, again, this one's a little bit longer too. Um, but, well, let me just read, I was going to say, I'm going to try to like sum it up, but I guess I could just read through it. So it says, I've been watching H for years now, probably close to a decade, uh, with all the new crew and shifts I've seen their adjustment phases and the awkwardness as they find their spot in the group dynamic before anyone vitriolic accuses me of, accuses me of me judging based on traits. Alfredo and Ray have been two of my favorites. Lindsay has really found her, her place as the queen of chaos. And then they go on and they, they kind of detail why they didn't like Fiona. Um, now I, I really just want to read that first part and, and everything because something that I've, I've seen pop up in a couple of different comments uh, on here on our video alone is people saying, and maybe once I get to, once I scroll down to see those ones, uh, I'll read those ones as well. But this has been a, a common theme that popped up too, which was people saying that, Essentially, they, they, they just didn't like Fiona, which is fine. I mean, it's it's to me that's no different. If you said you just didn't like Michael or Jack or whatever, right? And it's like that. There's no like it's not uncommon. It's not weird for people to not like every single person inside of a group. Like that. That is what it is. But, um, and then they they even had to say, you know, before anyone vitriolic accuses me of judging based on traits. That is sort of the message that I've seen pop up in other ones where people have said that they have talked about how they, they didn't like Fiona, but then when they've said that, they were immediately attacked by people who were, um, like, staunchly defending her, or mm-hmm. they would go straight to just calling them, like, sexist or racist. And the only reason I mention that is because I actually, I've seen that in not just with Fiona, I've seen that in other instances too, and... To me, that's always it's always bugged me because look, I understand too. Like if you if you're going on to say the achievement hunter like comment section, or if you're making a whole subreddit post about or like or whatever. I mean, I know it's, I guess it's kind of hard to nail down exactly where is like the perfect place to do this, but um, it is sort of like if you are a, a, a achievement hunter fan and then they bring in someone new that you're not a fan of. And they're in a bunch of content and they just keep popping up. And you just want to talk about to people how you're not a fan of them. There's not very many places you can do that at where you can actually engage with people 
like, or right. realistically, you maybe talk to a few people, but you know, the comment section of a video, the subreddit where people are all collected would make sense to where you're going to get the most, like, I don't know, like conversation, I guess. So it's like, I definitely think there are people who are just trying to voice their own opinion, but then are just getting buried in people are just going on and like, what, like, why do you have to come on here and say this? Because like, I know you and I have talked about the fact that it's like, there are people who just make shitty comments I, that to me, that does not qualify as a shitty comment to me. No, like, I mean, it could be, it absolutely could be if you've it complete depends completely on the phrasing. Cause there are people like, and there's a few of them that we have, but uh, there are people who just say something really shitty about like, like I think one person just said good riddance. It's like, okay, that's not, to me, that is a shitty comment. That's different than saying, I just didn't like, I didn't feel like her humor meshed in there. And it's like, and I just, something about like her personality is like, it just never clicked with me. Is not the same thing as someone just saying good riddance. It's like, those are, it's a negative comment, but it's not, it's, it's someone's opinion. And I have seen, I think, I want to say probably mostly on Twitter is where I've seen it, but I've definitely seen that in a reply uh, over the months and stuff where someone just said like why they didn't like her. And then there's a, a bunch of people just immediately jumping on the, uh, you know, well, it's, you know, basically saying it's because she's like a black woman. It's like, well, they didn't say anything related to, to race or anything. And that's it was one of the things that kept popping up on, on here is people, saying they didn't like Fiona and then immediately going into justifying who they do like at Achievement Hunter, who isn't just, like, a white guy, basically, to say, hey, yeah. I, I, like, this is not, like, I'm not just, like, being super racist uh, or anything like that. I like these other people. And it's, like, so it's, like, it's something that I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to do in order to voice a, a, a reason why they don't like somebody because it's, like, that label's immediately slapped on them. And there's a, a couple of them that... um there's a couple of them that kind of voiced that same, uh, that same kind of idea, which, like I said, once I kind of scroll down to them, we can, I can read those ones so you can hear what I'm talking about, but I don't know. That's something I've definitely seen. So I, I understand what they're, I understand why they're doing it because they just, every time they, they say something about like not liking a member, uh, then they are immediately attacked for it. And which I mean, it's, it's also to be expected. I mean, if you're going to have an opinion that doesn't go along with the crowd, you have to do that anticipating that it's it's going to receive comments. <laughs> it's going to receive something. Right. Yeah, it's going to get some backlash. But, I mean, if you're there to have a conversation, not stir the pot or become like a, you know, just there to just say something rude or whatever, I guess it's different. Yeah. Yeah, it's def- like That's why I said, like, if you want to talk about how you don't like a person, there's only so many places you can do that at. So it's like, you're, you're going to end up going to where, where the people are. And then it's going to end up being pushback from the people who do like it. And they'll be like, why are you even here? (laughs) Well, so it's just, I mean, I was trying to, I was trying to quickly scroll to see, uh, if I could find it. Cause I know there was another one. Uh, yeah. Like this one just said, not going to lie. I found Fiona to be extremely annoying. Nothing sexist. I don't mind Lindsay and Kai, but Fiona just irritated me in every video she was in. So good riddance. So there's, I don't know if that's the one I remember to saying good riddance, but uh, I remember there's one in here that was like really short. Oh no, there it is. I see it. There's a different one that says has that. Uh, um, so that one again, worded, it's the internet, but it's worded kind of, you know, 
more tersely. And but then they immediately had to go into nothing sexist. I don't mind Lindsay and Kai. <laughs> it's like they always have to like kind of try to justify, um, they try to justify like, hey, 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 before you even get started, it's not because of that. It's just like I, I to me, and I've actually I've been trying not to. Well, I actually haven't at all since this one kind of for us anyway took off and has all the com all these comments on it. Um, the, the conversations that kept popping up, I've like actively stayed out of mm-hmm. because people, there's a lot of people just voicing their opinion on what's, um, like oh, how they feel about like the situation or Fiona or like whatever it is. Uh, again, there is, there is some people that are just leaving shitty comments, but like basically I didn't want this to turn into, um, just every time someone said something that I disagreed with, that I was then going to go in to try to like, I don't know, correct them or something. Right. It's like, I'd rather just like, if they say something I, I, I don't agree with, then let just let the comment section be what the comment section is going to be. So like, there's other people who are jumping in to defend other people. And then there's people who are like attacking other people. And then there's people that are kind of, you know, there's certain comments that have, you know, uh, a bunch of likes and everything else. So it's like, it's kind of just, it's self-monitoring. I, it's, there's a couple comments that, um, yeah, it was, uh, they were pretty, they were pretty just hateful. And it's like, so I just, I, when it's just straight up, just attacking someone, I try just to get rid of them, but I'm stumped. I don't know. I'm, I'm finding that line. This is the first time we've had a video with a bunch of comments on it. Mm-hmm. I think the one before this that had the most was like 25 comments or something. Um, and that those twenty that twenty five includes like some of like my replies to people too, so maybe twenty. Um, so it's like I'm still trying to find the line of like how I want to exactly play this and what should stay and what shouldn't stay, because um, yeah, like if it was something if there was there was just a bunch of people being shitty to us, they're like okay, that's easy, that's that's our call. I can just get rid of those. But when right. a bunch of people like even if they are being kind of dickish about it. And they're talking about it. It's like, well, they're going to be dickish about it, but there's also people who are finding this who are like very pro Fiona, who are going to defend her too. Like even this one, this is kind of a, a, an example of what I'm talking about. So this person said, we know why she was hired and it wasn't because of her talent. Uh, I'm guessing I'm supposed to be or uh, because of her talent or good chemistry with the rest of the group. She was a diversity hire. She only showed up in Gmod and her voice annoyed the shit out of me, so I can't say I'm sad to see her go. So, again, just a wild theory that based on nothing other than your own feelings uh, of, like, negative feelings. Not helpful at all. So, in my book, this is one that I would, like, it would, I would consider deleting. But it was replied to by someone who said, I respectfully, respectfully disagree. I haven't seen chemistry as good as Fiona's in AH since Ray. Plus her humor and jokes are comedy gold. She makes me laugh about as much as Michael and Jeremy. So it's like, to me, it's like, it's kind of self-regulating when, if other people are going to step in to say no. And it's and like, since this isn't happening on their page, basically, then it's like, I kind of want to just let it go for now. But if they're, if there's ones that are just straight up, like, well, I think, well, a lot of, actually when I'm realizing too, because there's ones that are held for review and I went through that list. I was like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, let's." Some of those are not going to get approved. I think I approved like one of them because it was just someone. Someone just said "fuck" in their 
uh, in their comment and it got flagged. But, um, but yeah, like there's, there is definitely ones that are very aggressive and it's like, I'm kind of just letting them self regulate and then just hoping that, um, uh, hoping that kind of, you know, seizes the day, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm sure that my, my feelings on this will change as time goes on, but I'm kind of just letting the comments be what the comments be. Um, so this one, I thought this was one that, cause I love this type of guy or this type of person. Uh, so this person said, Kai is just irritating in her comedic style in quotes is crap. If he is great, Fiona is great. Miko is crap as well. Sorry for having opinions. I just, my favorite thing is anyone who always says something and then ends it with sorry for, and then whatever it is. Like, sorry for having feelings. Sorry for having opinions. It's like, when they always end it that way, it's like it's like a manipulation tactic or something. Where, like, they're trying to make you feel bad for, like, I don't know, I guess, like, attacking them or something. But, I don't know if I try to make, make you feel bad. He's just saying, like, hey, this is what I think. Well, well first of all, I, I don't think that's what he was saying. <laughs> I don't think he was just going with, hey, this is what I think. By saying, they're crap, they're crap. Sorry for having opinions. Cause that's, I just, that's something you see people do all the time where they'll say something or you're like, you'll be, I don't know. I feel like I've, I, it's happened like in fights with people where they'll do something and they'll get upset and you're like, why are you upset? And they're like, I'm so, sorry for having emotions. And you're like, I yeah. just, I'm not asking you why you have emotions. I'm asking you what, <laughs> like, that's not the argument, but it's like, to me, this also highlights too, because there is a group of people that will do this where they want, like he wants to, or I'm assuming it's a, he is what it looks like, but, um, basically um wants to have a a opinion of kai is crap and miko was crap which is a pretty you know on the nose shitty way of describing another human being just saying they're crap um and then saying sorry for having opinions it's like okay well you understand that you're like doing the sorry for having opinions part of your post and like oh, whatever like this guilt thing is that you're doing um if you want to have the ability to say your opinions as harsh as they are, then other people have the ability to say their opinions on your take. So to do like, try, try to do this like weird, like judo thing of like using their momentum against them by trying to say like, sorry for having opinions. It's like, it doesn't really work because if you want to be able to say what you want, then you have to accept the fact that people are going to react to it and have their own opinions on your opinion. Yeah. That's what happens. It's, it's, it's the same way whenever someone like when we've put out, you know, the videos we do, if someone leaves a comment that is like, there's people who are like disagreeing with stuff that we say, it's like, mm -hmm. I, that's one thing I had to accept a long time ago is that we're going to say things that people are going to get upset about. And I have to listen to it and then either make a judgment call as to whether or not it's, you know, founded in, like logic or if it's just founded in just like anger or whatever, and then kind of take it from there. And it's, it's definitely, it, I don't know. I feel like it comes If you're going to post anything online, it kind of comes with the territory. It's, yeah. it's, it's the same thing as if you just started yelling things in the street, eventually someone's going to yell back at you. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just sort of what you have to expect if you're going to do that. So it's, I, don't know, I just feel like that. Um, you didn't like the snarkiness of it. Well, it's not the snark. It's more so the phrasing in that because that, there is, like I said, this is like a type 
that I've seen of people that like they want to have the ability to to drop their opinion, even if it is kind of shitty. But then when people go back to them, they're like, well, it's just an opinion. I don't know why I can't voice it. It's like you can, but so can they. Like you need to understand that you're not the only one that's going to be that has this ability or power. And it's like, and it's, it, it, I don't know. It, it's like, I see that not just, it wasn't just in like on our, the comments on our video. I see that all the time, but I, uh, I don't know. I just, it stuck out to me because it just felt like a good sort of example of like that type of argument of, I want the ability to say what I want, but if you come at me, then I'm going to be like, sorry, <laughs> well, no, you're doing exactly what they're doing. So I, I, I don't understand what, uh, what you're mad about in that, uh, in that sense. But, um, there was one comment actually I was looking for, but I don't, I, I don't, maybe they deleted it. Cause maybe it was, you deleted it. No. Cause G- it was gatekeeper. No, uh, no, it was just, it was something actually, um, it was something directed at us or me. And it was involving the person I was talking about earlier who said about like, if uh, she wasn't going to be in content, then what, or if she's not going to be in Gmod, you know, every so often, then nothing's really changing. <clears throat> they left a comment about specifically something we, we said, or I said, um, but uh, I don't even know how to, you don't know. <clears throat> Maybe they deleted it. I'm not sure. Cause I don't see it in here. And it was, it was like a, a longer comment. So, uh, I don't know if, I wonder if just doing a, did that work without, oh, I was, why did my control find not work? Uh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to search through real fast. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, they must have deleted it, because I don't see it in here anymore. Because mm. I just searched by their, their name. But... Remember their name? Huh? You remember their name? I'm looking at their name. Oh. I said it, it was a comment made by the same person who left the comment about how nothing's really going to change if she's only in Gmod. So oh, just, okay. I went back up to the... Because, like I said, this person, they left a couple comments, and then they were replying to people, too. But uh, I just don't see... I just don't see them in uh, in the list here. And actually, I don't even know. There are other ones, too. I don't, I don't know. This one's just really long. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just... I mean, it was basically, it was a comment that was about, like... Uh, because they were going, in, or they said something about how, uh, pretty much like, because I was talking about the, the person that I think was leaving, I think it was, I don't remember what part of it, I remember the, like, I remember talking about the, the profile, but I don't remember what I said or what it was related to, because I remember like going on a, a, a Twitter uh, profile of someone that said like, uh, it said something like maybe to Kai or maybe it was in reference to something, but I went to their page and I was looking at it and I said that I was like, and they have an avatar and like, in a like a big black, like a black, or I think there's like a black profile picture and a black screen or something like that. And they said like, um, like most of the internet uses avatars. So like what kind of, or I think they said like, ask for like the profiling of that Twitter account or something. 
most of avatars. So what kind of point even is that? But my point was always just that. I think what I said right after that was people that are always doing shit like this always are hiding behind something was my point when bringing up the avatar thing. But it was one of the few comments that was actually directed at us. So I felt like that was like perfect for just replying to on here. But uh, I guess they, they double back and deleted it because yeah, it just is nowhere to be found, but yeah. uh, But I think that there's still a bunch of other comments that are in here, but uh, like I said, they all kind of fall into the same category of um, uh, of stuff we've already talked about. Um, other than my favorite thing that popped up, which never goes away, uh, is the fact that people talking about how that um, pretty much Rooster Teeth and Achievement Hunter have died since Ray. Oh yeah, like and it's like they peaked at Ray, and it's kind of like. It might be easier to go through these on my phone than it is trying to do it on there, but um, but those are like I, that was my favorite to see those all the time because um, because I know there was one or I think there was two of them that mentioned Ray that we got yeah Ray got out when they peaked or at least before the fall and I looked I was like Ray left like six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's been so long since Ray left. Uh, I don't know, but it, I, I just love whenever that comes up as people saying, uh, of like they still want to bring up how Achievement Hunter has sucked since Ray left or something. It's like Achievement Hunter's done their best stuff since Ray left. I think it's like it feels very it's a much different thing. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, th- I did laugh at this uh, one because it was kind of addressed at, uh, I guess, me. Because when we were talking about her moving to G4 and I was saying how I used to watch it in, like, Attack of the Show. As I'm assuming this is what this person was, what, what they were referring to. Because they said G4 used to be huge. Attack of the Show was when G4 started to die. If you never got to watch Icons, Judgment Day, Cheat, Pringles, Gamer, Guide, Filter, Blister, etc., then you don't know G4. And I always love those, like... You don't know what I know about this thing, so you don't know shit. <laughs> I love those. I love that like uh, that mentality. I was like, I, I, it actually made me laugh when I read that one. So I actually laughed at one that we got in a previous video that I wanted to bring up, uh, but it just it was very simple. That was like, uh, it was like good video. The intro wasn't necessary. <laughs> I don't know why that one just tickled me. It's like, just leave the intro at home next time. <laughs> that one made me laugh, but yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of ones in here. Uh, like I think it has, has over like 90 something comments. So it's hard to kind of sort through them as we're, as we're recording, but, um, that's the kind of the gist of them. It's, uh, like I said, there's a lot of people who were talking about how they, you know, didn't like Fiona and how they were basically, uh, people were like coming at them and stuff like that, and then there was people that were are on Fiona's side talking about how like she was their favorite and and it was great. There's one comment that I think has like 28 replies. It's just like two people going back and forth fighting with each other. It's like there's a, there's quite a few conversations happening, and quite a few a lot of opinions and different types of opinions uh, that are happening. But uh, yeah, if you were one of those people, or if you're one of the uh, I don't know, is that like 12,000 views or something right now? 
one of the 12,000 people that are not 12,000. I can't. What am I trying to say? If you're one of the people know. that was a part of the 12,000, 12, 12, what I was trying to say, uh, then we thank you for watching because, uh, like I said, that's by far, that's our, our biggest video. Like it's, it, it's over double our, our second place video. Uh, yeah, it's 12,440 right now. So, and before that, it's one of our Ryan videos, which is 5,395. So, 96 comments has just crazy numbers compared to what we were, we've been used to. Uh, we did the Out in the Grapes, which has 15 views. <laughs> podcast nobody wanted. <laughs> it is. It was proven. But, uh, but because of this video, it did gain some views. So, it was at like six before. So, <laughs> so there is a, a bright side to all this. Uh, but if you're one of the people that made up the, the 12,000 views we got, uh, thank you. And thank you for coming back for this one and making it this far into the podcast. But yeah, we're gonna wrap this one up cause this one definitely went longer. Um, but, uh, we will be back in two weeks with another episode of RT talk and then every single Wednesday for out in the grapes. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everybody for watching and thank you for making that video very successful for us. Thank so, you very much. Uh, still blowing our minds, but we'll see you later, or talk to you later. I'll see you later, though, Doug. Nope. Okay. Doug's no longer on the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Later.